0: Hi, and welcome back to the Dungeons Guide. I know it's been a while since my last episode. More than a month. I'm really, really sorry. As always, like, I try to uh, get you these podcasts in, an, in a timely manner, but sometimes it takes a while to either make one, or I don't have the time to, or, like, something prevents me to do So again, I'll do my best to keep making these podcasts in, sorry, episodes in a more timely manner. The largest time, the largest gap between episodes, I will try hard to be one to two weeks, but I'll deliver them mo- mainly every Friday or Saturday or Sunday, mainly just any point on the weekend. Today, I'm going to first give you a review about two Minecraft books, which I recently got only two days ago. The Blockopedia, the updated version, and the updated version to combat. I don't know if you guys have any Minecraft books at your home, But if you do, hopefully you have the Combat Handbook, which was a Minecraft guidebook released a long time ago. I think around like 2011, 2012, maybe 2013. I don't know its exact publishing date. And now Mojang has released an updated version of it. And the Blockopedia was... Another Minecraft book was released a while ago, about the same time as the Combat Handbook, I think. And now they finally updated it. Now, this Blockopedia is huge. Like, it's 300 and th- 331 pages full of blocks over 600 blocks and every single one has a bunch of info about them their blast resistance their hardness if they're flammable or not their transparency they have uh spore blossoms moss blocks azalea flowering azalea leaves roots hanging roots um flowers grass Pointed dripstone. Buttons. Beehives. And everything. That you can think of honestly. Except for the things that are. are In the caves and cliffs part 2. They don't have that. Which is kind of disappointing. But still. That's so many blocks. And. As I've been reading through it. It gives crafting recipes about them, um, cool little titles, and it shows where they're found, naturally. Um, there's a blast furnace, which honestly, call me a noob, but I thought that you could just smelt whatever you wanted in it. But it's only used to smelt ores, and it can take half of the time it takes for a furnace to do that. And then a smoker I knew cooked food. But I always try to put other things in it, and it never worked, and I wondered why. And so, every podcast, hopefully this doesn't annoy you guys, I'm going to pick a random block and just read about it. So, today, the block I'm going to pick is... Let's find out. The Soft Stone Stairs. They're found in desert villages and temples, and ocean ruins. This set of stairs is quicker to mine than any variant and has the lowest blast resistance among its peers. Soft stone stairs are crafted like any stair block with six source blocks or by using a stone cutter. Sandstone stairs generate an ocean ruins and desert structures. It's not transparent, it's opaque which means that no light can go through it and you can't see through it, it has no light emission, it's renewable, it has uh, a 0.8 blast resistance, uh, 0.8 hardness, uh, and hardness means it's like how quickly you can mine it. It doesn't have to have self-touch. You don't have to have a silk-touch enchanted pickaxe or tool to mine it. It's not flammable, and that's it. Now, on the bottom, there's another bar. Step on it. The sandstone stairs that generate an ocean ruins only do so when the ruins are in a warm ocean, so keep an eye out for coral. As you only craft four stairs from six source blocks, it's cheaper to use a stone cutter, which uses one block for each set of stairs. And now, to the main point of this podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the Vexes. Before we start, check out the website page I made for my for my podcast, The Dungeon's Guide. I updated it every week, and it has a list of all the podcasts, and a bunch of other stuff, actually. Go check it out. The link is in the podcast description. Now, let's start. The Vex is a mob, a spectral mob that you can see through, that the Evoker summons. They cannot be spawned naturally in a survival world. Either an Evoker has to spawn them, or you can use a spawn egg to summon them. or Of course, you can use a command. They can only be spawned by evokers. They raise their arms and great particles fly out of their hands as they summon them or deadly fangs. Now, what is the Vex? It's an interesting question that no one really seems to think about. The Vex, is it a ghost? Is it some form of power? Is it a thing made from a block? Let's find out. The Mabistiary here is going to give us our biggest clue. Uh, From the Mabistiary, it says, We do not know what what a Vex's body is made from, since it has not yet been possible to obtain a specimen. But it is possible that it is not flesh as we know it. Reports show that its body exhibits two curious features. It issues a spectral light which does not illuminate its environment, but does render the Vex visible in the dark. Second is the sudden appearance of a strange crack of vivid red in its pale gray skin when it attacks. Huh. What does that mean? Well, let's go to the first um, curious feature. This is a property of a ghost, illuminating itself, but not the area around it? So is the Vex a soul of some long-forgotten mob that died? Or is it a player's soul? And now for the second curious feature. What does it mean? Why would a Vex crack? Sorry, not crack. But why would a Vex have red flames or whatever shoot out of its body? Does it mean that it's composed of flame? That's what the mob beast theory thinks. Let's keep reading. From the Mabestiary, paragraph 9. Perhaps the interior of the Vex is somehow composed of flame, a theory which might explain its resistance to heat. If so, perhaps the Vex has some kind of demonic connection, or perhaps they are artificial constructs of the evoker. If they are demonic, we have as yet discovered no evidence of Vexes in the nether. Much further study is required if we are to know this creature better. Hmm. So, it's either a creepy ghost, or it is an artificial construct of the evoker. A robot? The second doesn't seem likely to me. I mean, although the illagers are more advanced than any other society in Minecraft, I mean, look at them in Minecraft. They have evokers which have totems of undying, which keep you from dying. The evokers can summon fangs. The... Vindicators are huge, and the pillagers are very good with crossbows. They're trapping iron golems, and I've seen little statues in the uh, mansions of, like, animals, and, like, an obsidian room, and a, uh, an illager head with, like, a torch and a lapis lazuli block in it. So what does it all mean? Now, I'm gonna say that the most likely... ...of what the Vex is. Sorry, that doesn't really make sense. I think that the Vex is not just one soul, but multiple souls. You need a proof? Here, let's listen to the Vex sound effect. Alright. So, when you think about it, this makes the Vexes interesting. If they really are multiple souls together... How did the Illagers even get them? What are they doing in that dark, secluded mansion of theirs? Maybe we'll find out. Maybe we won't. And so, our adventure concludes. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Dungeons Guide, and I'll see you next week for another. Bye!